Today's anecdotal experience is sponsored by Crate and Barrel. I went to buy a wedding present for someone at Crate and Barrel, and everything they were registered for was over 200 bucks. I was like no way. Too much to ask. If I gotta buy a $200 crockpot to go to your wedding. I just straight up won't. Today's anecdotal experience is good. It's different. Different tone. But I liked it. I had fun. It's uh it's kind of like a bonus episode-ish, but it's definitely anecdotal. So I'm not gonna make it a bonus episode. I also don't have the artwork made, so it's Michael Holder. He's on the episode. Talk about rage, man. Anger. Are you quick to anger? I feel like I'm quick to anger, but maybe it's just weird things that trigger my anger. Same thing with Michael. Maybe we just have our own pet peeves, if you will. I think you're gonna like this. This episode's kind of old. We recorded it a while back, and uh, I kind of wanted to edit some stuff. I think that's why I didn't put it out uh, before a couple others, but now I'm like, I'm just gonna leave it raw. Just that raw emotion. I was like recalling a moment that made me angry, and it just, it got me hot. It's a good episode. Let's do this with Michael Holder. Nothing gets you down. Not really. You seem Not like anymore. You it seem kind of sensitive. Things dude. are. Uh, you're I like am. a sweetie. You know what I mean? Like a, like Swedish. Yeah, you're like a Swedish fish. <laughs> No, you're like a nice guy. Like you're um Oh yeah, I'm I'm so like sorry. a nice considerate guy. You seem like the type of guy that would ask people a lot I if ask people, everything's I too much. okay. Yeah. Are I, you okay? Are you mad at me? No. Yeah, oh kind of that was yeah, that was yeah, absolutely. Do you st- I still deal with that a lot. You do? Absolutely. What are you afraid of? Uh I don't know. I, I still think it's because I'm an only child. I blame everything on a lot of things on that because when you're an only child, you grow up with a, a, a complex because, well, everything is your fault. It can't not be somebody else's fault, right? And but the way my parents kind of treated it um, as I was growing up was like, even though like if the vase got broken, it I it was my fault. We all knew it was my fault, but they would still try to like get a confession out of me. Yeah. So it was just a weird sort of like they would still try to make shame me into admitting that I broke the vase. That's normal though. Well, because it, yeah, it's like obviously you broke it. You can't blame right, the dog. But when you're when you're an only child, you don't your sense of normal life is a little. It, that st- you don't have anything to bounce anything off anybody else. You don't have anyone, uh, you know, everyone I know that had brothers and sisters got, right. you know, they got beat up their whole childhood. They got, you, you get used get to that stuff. Whooped, you get, you get used to the noise. Yep. You get used to, you, you know, you're a heavy sleeper cause you mm-hmm. have to be all that kind of stuff that I never had that. So I'm a super light sleeper. I'm very sensitive to anything. You know, if, if I walk in and I set something down and somebody moved it, uh, that bothers me. So it's, it's some OCD stuff mixed in there too. You're a control freak for that reason. I'm a I control freak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Growing up yeah. with like brothers and sisters and stuff, you grow up understanding that like people are gonna be fucking your shit up all day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna put your water bottle down, and then someone's gonna drink your water or just fucking take it yeah exactly because <laughs> yeah. there's no and you have no control in life so just buckle up oh dude i'm not good if i'm sitting eating food somebody walks up and like takes a french fry i don't if you want a fry i'll give it to you but if you just walk up and grab a fry i'm like what the fuck did you just do go die yeah dude i'm the same all right because it's unfathomable it's like what but just ask for a fry it's not that big a deal just yeah no all right let's figure this out why would that drive me nuts i also don't like it when people if it's like one fry like hey can i have a fry and there's this context where they're the only one around yeah and then they're gonna be the only one that gets the fry i'm like absolutely don't eat my food mainly that's it i hate it when people are like yo can i get some of that yo can you do this can i have this (laughs) can i have that when people ask me for things i'm like it drives me up a wall, dude. Right, right. I'm like, dude, I got me. I'm taking care of me. Like, 
give me control over my own generosity. Right, right. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not weird, am I? Uh, it depends on who you ask. Why won't you share fries? Yeah. What is it? Well, it's not that I won't share fries. I said I will share fries. Uh, but I didn't, just I didn't plan on sharing flies, uh, fries. You know what I mean? So it's like I, I, I didn't prepare to feed all of these people. And, yeah. And uh, so, like, I don't mind. If you, if you, if you want some fries, I might just buy you some fries. And you can have your own fries. Right. But this whole, like, you just come and take, take you know, I, I feel like I'm just, guy, I'm steering this right back to some socialistic rant. But it, it, there's a difference in yeah. my mind. And, and there's a difference that you... That it's a, you it's just, a boundaries that you, thing, that you, dude. Yeah, yeah. I it's think it's someone just, invading. It's like, dude, have some boundaries. Give me control over my own meal. Yeah. You know? Because you lose that control. Right, right. When someone takes your yeah, fry. Yeah, it's a, absolutely. It's a control thing. It's it's a pro, it's a known problem. We're we're working on it. Well, I, I wouldn't say we're problem. working on it. Who's we? Your therapist? No, it's just. Do you have a therapist? N- no. Good. Just YouTube, pretty. You much. got me. YouTube is where. YouTube I go therapy. From. <laughs> is that? Did you just refer to we as me and just YouTube? Who, just the, my own my own voices or whoever speaks to me. Oh, you're time. insane. Look, well, no, I mean I I'm relatively. Now you're normal. Maybe dude. I might be. No, but I don't think there's a problem with being. If someone takes my fry, I'll let them know. I'll call them out and I'll say, hey, I'll make fun of them. Yeah. I'll call them broke. I'll call them a popper. I'll let them know that, like, this is how I interpreted your actions of taking my fry. Right. And maybe this is making me sound insane. Like, dude, it's just a fry. But it's someone taking the control I have over my own money and my own food. Yeah. See, that's a really interesting that you say that. Because that, that's, again, something that... De- depend on depending on the person how they up, how they approach that mm-hmm. conflict. Yeah, some people will say, "What's the big deal? It's just a fry," and I I feel like I'm arguing like that's the whole point. Yeah, it it's just a fry that represents. The, You're yeah, not it looking is, at it. Yeah, it's it's yeah. not about the fry. It never was about the fry. Exactly. I'll buy that guy his own fries if he says, "Hey, I don't have right. a lot of money and I'm very hungry." Yeah. And you're my friend. Here, have some fries. Yeah. But when yeah. you come over and assume my fries are your fries, yeah, leave, beat yeah. it, scram. <laughs> what about, no, it's, no, dude? No. This is gonna be. It's funny. This is gonna be okay. What about this? Do you remember how you know where this is coming from too? You remember the when I was on and and I still thank you for this because it turned into a pretty decent bit. Yeah, you didn't realize. Yeah, tell tell us about that. Like, let's revisit real, the car accident real quickly. Because yeah. okay. it had just it was it had just happened. You too. did not realize. Go back and listen to Michael Holder's first episode. But you did not realize how strange it was. You told me, "Oh, I got in a car accident," and then I asked you, "Oh, how was the other person?" And yeah. you were you were literally like, "I don't know." Yeah, <laughs> you were not like, did you ask? Did you ask her how she was? No. And you're like, no, <laughs> like not, no, not at all. I mean, I, you know, I, I, yeah, that's like the that's the. But at the same time, she didn't either. She didn't, and, and I mean, yeah, obviously, the the reality of the situation was. I mean, she was out of the car, walking she was around. Fine. She was fine. Uh, she had it was in the, it was entirely her fault. The accident. You know, I was pissed. Yeah, and and there was there was there's a lot more to it, um, but it's still it's still funny, and 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 me making three phone calls before I finally go over and and talk to this woman, right? And ask if she's okay. Is, and actually, I three phone calls yeah, later, and like, I didn't. Oh, by even, the way, I know we just got in an accident. Are you doing all right? Are you, yeah. do you have a, okay. The best part was when, which we didn't talk about the first story. What? Yeah. Was that it was a rental car and Enterprise brought me another car. Yeah. And I got in that car and drove away and didn't, she was still waiting on her ride. So I left, like the cop, after the whole cops came, after everything was done, mm-hmm. 
she and I just sort of stood there awkwardly for a long time. And then Enterprise shows up with another car yeah. and just gives me the keys. I drive away. And like this one, I didn't, you know. What else your, would you have done? Well, well yeah, exactly. Well, I'm not going to fucking give her a ride. You're not going to. Oh, <laughs> yeah. is that no. what you were yeah, thinking? Yeah, but some people have been like, you why didn't you just give her a ride? I'm like, fuck her. You know, yeah. I was still in that. This is all her. F- None of this would have happened if it weren't for her. That's so, normal, man. So I think I I'm felt giving like you that. Yeah. I'm giving you, if you get in an accident and the person's walking around, they're clearly okay. And they seem a bit indignant, which you did explain to me that she right. was a bit like, uh, what an inconvenience. Like, motherfucker, you ran into me. Yeah. This. Yeah. I can dude. You're normal for thinking. Yeah. For feeling that if someone got out of their car and they're like freaking out, obviously you're going to go over and say, Hey, calm down. Are you okay? Well, it's okay. We'll get this all figured out. But if someone gets out of their car and they're just like, oh, another accident that I'm responsible for, it's okay. People, you can are, be people mad. are good at shifting, shifting responsibility. Yeah. You're all right. You're I, not a I sociopath. No. I have a I question for so. you. Yeah. All right. Here's a, because we're both like angry dudes. Do you consider yourself kind of angry? We seem no, irritable. It's, no, it's funny, and everyone. I'm not uh, you angry know, a lot either. Of other com- I used the wrong word. Yeah. A lot of other comics say that, and uh, and I'm not at all. I yeah, mean, it's just I've always I'm okay. very short, and and actually I think um, a lot of my friends have said since I've since I've started doing comedy, yeah, that I've become a lot more abrasive. Um, just 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 the way I talk has changed. But I, I think that, and I believe that, but I think it's it's not because of my material or my jokes. I just think it's you. I think there's a word economy that comes with stand-up that then all of a sudden translates into the way you talk and you get very, um, you know, it's almost like you're you're constantly doing crowd work now with with normal people. Yeah, you're more aggressive, more you're straightforward. More, yeah, you're just boom, you're, you're quicker. And overall, I think it, I can see how that changes the way you... Approach. I could see okay. I could see that being it. But not, then you're not meaner. You're just faster, um, more to the you, point. More but direct. I, I do take a yeah. lot more jabs at people, and I do take I do take I do take jabs at people that I don't know very well, and forget that like oh we're not in a comedy club. So they, there's not right. a general you're not understanding. Used to someone saying oh you're being an you're not used to being called out for your poor behavior. Well, They're yeah. like, hey, man, take it easy on me. We're in public. But you're you're used to the mentality of like, no, this is who I am. Yeah, because you're in a comedy club. If you're front row at a comedy club and somebody makes fun of your shirt. Yeah. I think there's an understanding that it's a joke. Right. Like, your shirt's fine. I'm just, you're just in the front row and it's, and it's bright blue and I'm going to say something about it. Yeah. But then you say that to somebody in an, in an, in an outside of a comedy club. You're just and like being an like, asshole. Yeah, everyone's like, Do you like Why making is... fun of a stranger's blue shirt? Not not strangers, but not but also not necessarily people that right people that know that it's a joke. Yeah, no, I get that, and I also think you're a little more comfortable with yourself too. You're in a yeah. position where you're like you maybe you've become more of a. I don't know what it is to describe because I'd put you in the same camp as me. If I'm if I'm like irritated, I'm going. You're gonna know. Yeah. And I'm not going to try to cover that up. You know. Right. Right. Yeah, because I'm in, and it doesn't take. If I don't feel, what about this? If I don't feel considered, that will drive me nuts. If there's a moment where I feel like I haven't been considered, like someone hasn't put any thought into what I might like. Because I feel like yeah. I put that so much thought into looking out for other people when people don't care about me, it just it drives me nuts. Yeah, I have one. Okay, here was the question. Yeah. Okay, this was a situation where I felt we should just do we should just do things that like we were in a position where we found ourselves very frustrated and what the what how it affects you when I tell you this story. You got to tell me how you how it affects you. Maybe okay, you yeah. might be like, I don't do whatever. Just chill out. Okay. I was in a situation where I I was out to eat with a bunch of friends, okay? And we all got different menu items and different beers and stuff. And the waitress came out and she dropped the bill and it was all on one, okay? 
That's a pet peeve of mine, first of all. It's bros. Yeah. Bunch of bros hanging out, drinking beer, eating food. There's not going to be one, like, sugar daddy. Because some people got an appetizer. Some people got a Diet Coke. Some people got a burger and a beer and right. maybe two beers. Plus, oh. it'll be way more math than Yeah, than I mean, we we're not going to figure so, it out. Right. This isn't our job, you know? Maybe that makes me unempathetic. But I'm like, dude, you're the waitress. This is your, you get paid to keep track of all this stuff, all right? I don't feel like an asshole saying this. That's part of your job. Yeah. Okay. So she comes out, she drops that, and we say, oh, yeah, we're all like on different. We're all, you know, we're all grown men that don't have a, none of us here is a sugar daddy that pays for all the shit. Right. So if I wasn't in a group of people I was more comfortable with, it would have been even more like awkward and weird. I don't like this. Okay. Yeah. So she comes back out and she says, Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sorry if I don't have these all right. And she's like handing out the the tabs and stuff. And one, my buddy who is a server says, "Uh, hey guys, if there if your bill's wrong, just like don't worry about it. Just pay it, all right." And I'm like, "What are you talking about, dude?" Yeah. No. I'm like, dude, if our bill's wrong, I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna say, yeah. and my bill was wrong. I had like it was like eight bucks difference. I'm like, and then, you know, it all worked out. My other friend who's got charged less, he like paid me. It all worked out. But in my head, I'm like, why are we saying, oh, this poor server? This poor server is like, oh, you know, give her a break. I'm like, don't give her a break. This is your job. If I suck at my job, I'm going to get fired. Right, if right. she sucks at her job, she's not going to get tipped. I tipped and I shouldn't have tipped. Because I'm like, dude, this was like, this is your job. Maybe that makes me an asshole. But I was like, you did your job poorly. You know, you put me in a weird space where I'm paying eight bucks extra and telling my friend, hey, I think we got charged the same. You put me in an awkward position. I just wanted to go hang out and drink with my buddies. And now I'm like negotiating. Yeah. Yeah. I was ups- How does that make you feel, Michael? You're me. Well, I. <clears throat> you know, my first reaction is, you know, that the. the restaurant technology as far as uh, checks and everything now is to the point where it's not remotely difficult to split the check. Inexcusable. And it's been a long time since I waited tables. I never liked big tables. I always struggled with with large tables. But I think Mm -hmm. most servers, whether it's their own personal system of organizing or whatever, but I think a basic numbering, you know, whether it's the uh, clock a numbering system or whatever for everyone at this, you know, they go clockwise one through eight or whatever it is. Everyone's got a system that seems to work pretty well. Yeah. Like 99% of the time I go to a restaurant with a group of people and we get separate checks, not a problem. Yeah. So she, yeah. So she needs better training or she sucks or, you know, whatever. So that's inexcusable. It's like, that's a, it's like, no one else seems to have a problem getting this right, but you. Yeah, well, even if they did, it's still, like, I delivered pizzas. I delivered Jimmy John's. I delivered um, for a, a diner one time. And it, it was, if I was late, if I didn't get there on time, if their food was cold, or if yeah. it was past the time, they didn't tip me, okay? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you shouldn't. I didn't do my job for whatever reason. Yeah. The fact that you're eating cold food you you should not give me extra money. Whatever happened in my circumstance, it was up to me to get to your food hot, and I didn't do it. I blew it. Don't tip me. And when they would tip me, I felt guilty. I felt like, oh, I poorly performed, and it's on me, but I'm still getting the money. It felt wrong. It felt dirty. Yeah. You know? So I'm not yeah, an asshole. Is, I just no, wanted to be fair. I wanted right, to be compensated right. correctly. Well, I've got one for you. What do you got? This goes back to, All right. uh, you remember what happened? We were supposed to do this podcast a week ago. Yeah. And I was on my way here. Uh, so the backstory is uh, my car, I got new tires, new tires and new brakes about a year ago. Yeah. And last week, my steering wheel had, had been shaking quite a bit, right? So I'm like, you know what? These tires are out of, clearly out of balance. So I took it back to the place that I got my tires from, and I said, hey, steering wheel shake, probably front tire's out of balance, you guys fix it. So I go back, you know, they call me a couple hours later, car's ready, I come to pick pick up the car, Yeah. and 
they're like, uh, yeah, it was, the, it was actually, it wasn't the tires. It was the, the front brake rotors were warped. And uh, I was like, all right, well, you know, he's like, we went ahead and fixed it. I'm like, well, how much is that going to cost? He's like, no, let's call it even, which is a really weird thing to say. Like, call, right. what are we calling even? Like, yeah, what did you interpret for that what? as? Yeah, exactly. What did you interpret that as? They fucked up the brakes. They didn't do Before. them right the first time. And they're owning up to it, and we okay. fixed it for free, which which is the right thing to do. I'm like, right. I'm fine. All right? Still, I'm like, how did you not do, do it right the first time? But whatever, it's fixed. So yeah. I get on the highway to come here, and I get off the highway at your exit, and yeah. my front wheel is pouring out white smoke. Yeah. Uh smell it in the car the car next to me is pointing like your wheels You're on, on fire. fire yeah so uh i call back you know i told the place and he's like well um this is the ch- a tire chain o- other places in town many places in town all right nice so Classy. Uh, he, way to not say it yeah yeah so he um he's like where are you and i told him he's like there's one right up the street just go go right up there and pull in. so clearly i couldn't drive back okay to the place so i pull into this place uh, who has a partnership with AAA. So there's a little side story right there I'll come back to. Pull in there, and uh, you know it was almost almost closing time, and I said, I just got this done at one of your other shops. Clearly, they, they didn't do it right. right. He gets on the phone with the other shop. They agree. So basically, the brake caliper was stuck shut. So the brake was not fully open, was just rubbing on the wheel, the whole, like your brakes were Like weren't. you're braking while driving. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, so they're like, they want to they wanna handle this. We need to get you towed back to the other place. Okay. And he's like, do you have AAA? I'm like, no. He goes, well, we can, you can sign you up for AAA right now, and, get, and then they'll tow you. So, so they... Uh, so sign in, you up for AAA? To get me towed back to the other tire place who's going to fix now, repair the damage. They the signed you up for AAA? Yeah, made. Asked, but you had to pay for I it. I had to pay for it. So we'll come back to all that too. All right, so in okay. my, in, you know, when you're in I'm that already, situation, I'm already <clears throat> getting red. Yeah, it gets worse. So I'm already in that situation. I'm like, this is not. Um, I don't have a choice. Like, and yeah. I had to work the next day. Okay. Uh, and there was nothing I could do about it. Whatever's One thing that sucks is when yeah. you when you're single when you live alone. Uh, there's a lot of advantages to it, but one of the huge disadvantages is car trouble. Yeah. Let me add to that. When you're single and you live alone and you don't have a lot of friends. Right. Because you're fucked when it comes I to I wasn't. So. Well, you called me and I didn't pick you up. Well, because I had already, I knew I didn't, I was already. Oh, I did. I offered to pick you up. No, you I? did. Yeah. yeah, yeah no, yeah, you yeah. did. But did. it was okay. like, I knew it was I like, all right, the podcast I'm is I'm a better a guy than I thought I was. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So you're out of control. You didn't sound enthusiastic about it, but it was like. But it was like <laughs> I did it. I remember I was like, do you need a ride? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, do you want to fry? What, there's this app called Uber. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so I um, so I'm like, all right, whatever. Sign up for. Well, they actually okay when they they're like, we'll we'll pay you back for the tow and all that. I'm like, well, then right, they that's, should. That's fine. Yeah. They they so you we, left their other yeah branch or whatever their other location. Right. It gets then, worse, and I feel like this is you're okay. gonna think this all is right. unresolved by My the time we're done with explode. this. All right. It might. So get it towed back to the other place. Um, one of the reasons I use that place, I can walk home from there. So so I got my car back. I walked home, rent a car, already closed for the night. So I'm just hoping that the next morning I can go to Enterprise and get a car. Uh, I still need to find somebody, to, one of my neighbors or whatever, uh, to take me there in the morning. All this stuff's going on. So the next day they have my car all day in there. Calipers stuck shut. So this is this is what they say. They call me back and he's like, "We." So this is what what we've done. The cali- we put on new calipers on both front tires, front front wheels. Right? Okay. Not just the one that was bad. Both of them. Uh, they're the original cal. Typically, they don't replace calipers when you get a brake job. You know, rotors and brake pads. Calipers are. Yeah, but when they botch it that bad, they're right. doing so. That. They yeah. did new calipers on both, um, which and you know how they do this. They start down the path of you know the calipers were fine. 
you know, we didn't see there was no problem with the calipers when we fixed the car. So they kind of make it. It's like that. The minute you drive off their lot, something could happen and they could claim that, well, it wasn't, you know, we test drove it. It was fine. It was only when you got to highway speed that the problem showed up. Just weird. OK, they kind of right. that's yeah, the yeah, narrative. Yeah. They They're always trying do. to shift right. blame yeah. to you. So right. already doing that. But right. so we fixed both two brand new calipers. Uh huh. Uh, we went ahead to put on two new rotors and all new brake pads again on the front. All like right. everything is 100% brand new. And uh, we will only charge you for the parts on the calipers. We're not charging you anything for the brakes and rotors. So all new brakes, no charge. We're not charging you for the labor for anything. We're just charging you for two new brake calipers parts only. What was the bill on that? Um, 300. So it's 150 a piece. And this is where I later I did some research okay. and, and it still doesn't click. Now, in exchange for that, uh, they were asking me not to submit reimbursement for the for the $118 AAA membership and emergency tow. So the so the so the trade is instead of claiming that right we'll give you this they did um, all this other stuff in your car now they're saying oh let's just call it even let's call it because even. Call you it paid even. for the tow or whatever you needed to get the tow for the inconvenience in the rental car which was also going to be reimbursed all so, right which this is not fair what'd you say this is that is not fair because clearly if you drive off their lot and then your car is smoking within minutes that to me is like look fellas you fucked up. You did your right. job poorly. I'm driving down the road in a smoking car. Right. My brake is locked. I could die. So what's the alternative though? Because in my mind, what'd you do? Well, that that I've accepted it for now, but I still I still have I can still submit. But this is my this is my deal. Okay. At what point do they do I hold like they fixed everything that was wrong? Like I basically got uh, if I if if I got all new brakes and calipers, okay, I did go online and, and this is the deal. They they make money on parts, so one hundred and forty dollar part times two. You know, each caliper was one hundred and forty dollars. That's not how much those parts cost. I called AutoZone. You know, they're more like seventy bucks. So they okay. still made one hundred and forty bucks on me. Yeah, they still okay. Um, but anyway, that. But the the rotors and the and the pads and everything on both front tires, not just the one that smoked, but the other one that there was no problems with. Yeah, you're still talking five six hundred dollars worth of stuff if I had paid for it. Um. So in my mind, it's on the surface, it's not it's not fair. But do they? Because I because I could have said this is the flip side then. They pay for the towing and the AAA and the rent a car and all that stuff, um, but like, why should the like do they what? pay for two new calipers because there was that's on them. Whatever they did, okay. Yeah. This is the way I see your situation. On both wheels too. I mean, that's the they didn't have to I mean? do that. Yeah, they did that. They said we. That's the because that's one thing that drives me nuts is like we went ahead and did that i'm like yeah. dude you went ahead and did that then it's free i'm not gonna say hey holder yeah. i washed your car i went ahead and washed your car you owe me 80 bucks because that's what i charged right. for a car wash and you're like i didn't ask you to do that well the second the second time though the second time they they didn't do all that no I'm, they didn't do all that stuff the second time and then say you know, we'll call it even. The call it even was the was the first time. The second time, they said, we'll do all of this for you in exchange for not reimbursing uh, So the they triple. hadn't done it yet. They hadn't, no, they hadn't done it yet. So I, that's why I said, I agreed, well, it kind of is too late. I had agreed to that because the, in my mind too, the other caliper, even though there's nothing wrong with it, it's, it's if the one went out, the other one's probably going to go out soon. 150,000 miles, the original calipers on the car, brakes are important so i'm like yeah let's do let's just do redo both front wheels everything no and i'm only okay. paying for the parts no all right that's their way of telling you putting it in a position 
right, whatever works. I don't want to make you mad. I don't want to make yeah. this. If you're over it and you don't want to continue to fight the war to nothing. But I think that's where their way of the way I see it is you drove they fixed your car oh, yeah. you drove yeah. that car a couple miles and then it was up in smoke and right. back in their shop right. in my head I'm like you guys first of all you made my car worse than it was okay which is why they re, which is why all new they replaced the rotor and the pads they replaced everything that might have been affected by the caliper going out. Yeah, but you don't. You shouldn't pay for anything, man. They fixed your car, and by fixing it, they yeah. made it smoke. They made your tire lock up. Yeah. Well, what's suspect is the first thing that they fixed was the one where they're like, they fixed it for free. Right, and that, I'll leave I knew that, right yeah. off the bat, and I'm like, well, no, but that was the one, that's the one that I joke about now. You know, where they're like, right. we'll call it even. I'm like, Call it even for what? Like, the, what did you do while you had my car? Something's not right. Right. I'll let that slide because they could have just said your car's broken and we fixed it again. You owe us the money. Yeah. But I don't know. If your question is, would that drive me nuts? Yes. I oh, would it's, probably, it's still yeah. driving me nuts. Um, but also, do you get, I get a feeling of, I, 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 I wage war pretty easily. Yeah. I'm... I also know when it's time to fight no more, but I do. I want people to know that this doesn't slide. This behavior doesn't slide. Yeah. This sort of, especially in business, any sort of like business interaction where I feel like you guys did me wrong. I don't respect you as a company. Right, right. And you will not get my business, and I will find joy in letting people know what you put me through because i want you to know i don't want your business to be around yeah. i want you guys to suffer and i don't want you to exist anymore because you're bad you're bad and you're not doing a good thing you're not making our society better with your business i'm with you 100 percent. i mean this is one of those and, and i wage war easily too um i also have my own interests in mind too and and i'm balancing out everything with the you know the convenience of this place, which is still very reputable yeah, there's a, yeah. in spite of this and knowing I'm going to need them before. Because yeah. it's kind of like complaining about your food. Because right. you're like, they they, they were going to fix it they and they might spit. And like, you know what I mean? That, that, that they might still. You know you're going back to the shop is what you're saying? Oh, yeah. You're trying and to maintain a good relationship? Well, uh, kind of. But it's like sending your food back to the chef. You know, mm -hmm. you want to be really careful about that because, yeah, you got to hold them accountable. Um, but well, you're also implying that you are still, even if you have bad service, you're still going back to the shop. Well, for a lot, for a couple of reasons, because they, uh, you know, that's where I got my tires. So I'm still under, you know, warranty, free rotation, all that kind of stuff. I've got an ongoing really plus the convenience. It goes back to I okay. walk home from there. It's a big deal. Like if I get my if I get my car worked on, yeah, it's a huge inconvenience. If I can a simple little detail, if I can walk home from that place, um, oh, here's what uh, you it do. It has then, a huge man. effect on me. Here's what I'm saying: you have a relationship with this place, you yeah. like it, and you it is. Valuable. I thought the, I thought it was a good trade because That's they fair. okay yeah. everything that they technically fucked up, they fixed for free. Okay, the caliper that went bad. Yeah, that 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 went bad. You know, if that caliper went bad without their knowledge, which is very possible. Okay, there's okay. room for that. There's right. room for Any they may have not known. Okay, they may not have not right. may have That's not fair. known that All they right. fixed that. I'm less mad. And I'm, calm, they fixed I'm calming down. The, they went ahead and replaced the other caliper, and that entire brake system on the other wheel, which. That wheel never had a problem to begin with. Yeah. That that was never that wheel didn't have any problems, and that alone is all brand new. Okay, so you so believe they're good guys. And I they believe you out. I believe that they fucked up, but they did everything they could. Uh, if I went down the route of I'm not paying a penny, you're fixing everything. Okay, including the the wheel that had no problems. Okay. That's all brand new wheel. And you're buying me AAA and the tow and the rent a car. Then I believe I've crossed a line, which they're gonna that which is gonna sound crazy, but they're gonna remember that shit and and it's gonna affect future 
Yeah, no, that's work. crazy. You have a relationship with this place, and you. I've also... allowed them to to. I've allowed them to make good on it. Yeah, I still had. I still incurred cost, but I also have brand new brakes for a, for probably the duration of this car's life, and I feel safe. It's comfortable. There's no wobbling anymore, and they know that I let them off the hook a little bit too. And so next time I go in there, you know what I mean? It's no, just I get that, you. You yeah. have a relationship with this place and you yeah. find it valuable to maintain a good relationship. Yeah, with these in people. my mind, I I was upset, but it was a it 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 worked out and it was a, a pretty decent trade. So I think that's what when it comes back to being a horrible person or not, um it's hard sometimes. It's complicated sometimes. You want to be I I tried not to be vengeful. I yeah. took it as far as I, I comfortably could without being a dick about it. And I used to be a dick, especially when I drank a lot. Yeah. I would have I would have been in there swearing at them in front of their customers and doing things that that maybe I, I felt like I had a right to, but right. wasn't improving the overall, wasn't doing any overall good. Yeah, you were just trying, at that point, you were just trying to make them make make it worse for them because it wasn't going to get any better for you. So you're like, whatever, I'm just going to make this worse for you. I'm going to cause a scene in your store. Yeah. Causing scenes. I don't cause scenes anymore. I used to, I got, yeah, I got banned from a, uh, from the bagel shop in blue ash. Did you really? Cause I didn't like the way they, yeah, I didn't like the way they sliced my bagel. Now that's going to, it's going to sound. Yeah. What'd you, how are you? How they, Okay. This is how they used to do this, all right? We'll go no names again, but I'm sure people will figure it out. So the way they do the bagels there is they make the bagel. They put it in paper. They wrap it in paper. Yeah. Then they slice it. Then they wrap it in another piece of paper. There's a couple problems, issues I have with that. First okay. of all, it's fucking this, stupid. I will say I was kind of hot and bothered before. This is nothing to get angry about thus far. Right. It first of all the whole I, I, it's I, I don't understand the wrapping procedure at all. It makes no sense to me. It's stupid. Uh, but when you, you go to eat, you should not the, be this enraged. When you go to, there's no okay. When you go to, you'll do it. Right, you'll experience okay. this. When all you right. go to eat, so unless you get a bagel that's hot and has some melted cheese, right? Yeah. When they wrap it in paper and they cut that bagel, it shoves bits of paper into the middle of the bagel All right, now? which then okay, I'm a little starts mad. <laughs> which starts adhering to the cheese because that happens to cheese you ever get a sandwich with melted Don't cheese that's wrapped food, in paper dude. Yeah. and you unwrap it you know yeah. how the cheese sticks to the paper yeah it's that you're eating paper you're, you're, you don't you're eating eat paper, paper. No. Yeah, no. and I got tired of picking paper out of the middle of my bagel so yeah. This is you will all become right. enraged because let's getting, see, this is where right, I go. I'm getting worked up. All right. Yeah. So all of that aside, yeah. my solution is all right. I'm going to ask them, start asking them to not cut my bagel. Right. That my solution is they want to do it that way for their other customers. <clears throat> I'm not going to ask them to change the way they do, you know, their company policy. Yeah. I'm going to say for my bagel, please don't cut it that way. So we started, and and I was going there every single morning, and I can walk there from my house. Yeah. So, again, it was a relationship. Okay. Yeah. I'm a regular. They know I'm a regular. They know who I am. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not first name basis, but it's it's that kind of thing. Um, So I started asking them not to cut my bagel that way. Yeah. And it's the type of place where you. It's kind of like a subway system where you order it, and then they want you, especially when they're busy. You, you ask, tell them what you want, and then they, they usher you down to pay while they finish making it because they've got other people coming through. Right. You want to keep your eye on the bagel, though. Well, I, I, initially, I, I, I lost eye con- visual contact with yeah. the bagel. And so about every other, as, as often as every other time after I asked them not to cut my bagel, they still did it. So then yeah, the first dude. couple times that happened, I... Uh, I picked the. I was picking the paper out of the bagel, and and starting to get a little upset about it. Okay. But I'm like, you know, I I would get it and I would go home and find out. So then this started this whole process of it's kind of like when you go through the drive-through, you know, smart people like look in the fucking bag, because when you get home and it's not what you ordered. Oh my gosh. And then you have to call the the place and they're like, well, you can come back and well, it's like what's well, it's fucking too late now. So anyway, check the bag. Yeah. So I started, this is a long process of this happening. So right. while every other time 
they start not cutting the bagel. I start opening up and looking at it before I leave. Yep. So every other time that they didn't, that they cut the bagel after I started doing a bagel check, yeah, I would take it back and say, I asked you not to cut it. Right. And immediately would like right off the bat, they got what? the attitude I was getting was you're right. the yeah you're it's right. you like you're it, the weirdo they were so close to saying well, yeah is it it's just a fry like can you can you just can't you just right they're we're telling really you. busy right now yeah. can you not is it that this big isn't a, a big a deal is what they're telling you so i start yeah. so every other time i'm asking them not to cut the bagel and they yeah. cut the bagel and uh and it finally it kind of reached a tipping point and i it was because i I did a bagel check. It was cut. I took it back to the front counter. Right. And this is exactly is verbatim what the manager said. Yeah. She's like, look, which is great. Anytime you start anything with look, yeah. it's like, this is, let's, this is going to be good. It's someone saying, I'm leveling with you yeah. right now. This she's is like, the real situation. Yeah. She's like, look, she's like, you're the only customer we have that has a problem with the way, this is the way we cut bagels here. You're the only problem. You're the only person that has a problem with it. Yeah. So... And okay. I, right. And, and, uh, that's them telling you, like, that's them how telling we do me, it. Sam, that's how we yeah, do it here. Yeah. If you don't like it, you know, like, fuck off. Go to Brugger's or Panera, dude. And I was like, and I, and I, my response was, I didn't ask you to do something extra. I asked you not to do something. Yeah. But if you're too fucking stupid to understand that, then that's why you work at a bagel place. Oh, you got personal. I got personal. That's when I don't. But, you know, I it, wouldn't do that. No, and I'm I don't not, do that anymore. Yeah. I don't do that anymore. Yeah. I was still drinking at the time. That's All why right. my yeah, whole yeah, point yeah. is I don't do that shit anymore. Don't drink is your point. Yeah, just yeah. control yourself because you 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 know yeah you know when you drink a lot you, you 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 that's the whole point you lose that filter yeah and um so much so much yeah shit doesn't happen when when people don't drink yeah man I think. There's a difference between... And she said you're no longer welcome here. That's good. Which is fine. You deserve that. Yeah. Yeah. It was, wor- it was worth it. I mean, whatever. I, just... I get you. And I think... Cause it like... was a long process, though. I no, mean, I, I gave understand. them every chance to not cut that bagel. Yeah, it's when you gotta... I don't know. Because there, there's a time where you can dig <coughs> into someone like... And you can really try to hurt someone. Yeah. Which is something I'll never do. I'll never say, like, I'll never disparage someone and be like, oh, you as a person, I want you to feel bad. For me, it's just, like, I I was on the phone with, that actually reminded me of two things. I was on the phone with StubHub, the company StubHub one time, and I actually spoke to one of the higher ups there. They have a phone, really? Yes. And they, I don't want to get into it, but basically they refused the, admit that they had a discrepancy in their system that accounts were getting mixed and mashed and I just told them I said hey we are not on the same page here you do not understand what I'm saying I want you to delete both of my accounts and I want you to know that I will never use you again and anyone that ever asks what sort of um, ticket like where should I buy my tickets I will tell them don't buy from StubHub because you have proven to me that you are a poorly run organization. I never said anything to the person like your wife left you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want that yeah, guy yeah, to feel yeah. bad, but I just want him to know that maybe he should step it up as the VP of yeah, customer yeah. service of StubHub. Maybe he should like try to understand my situation better. And I think we all, I think I, cause I think I get better because of that, because I voiced my frustration, I think he gets better at that because he realizes that he just lost a customer. Yeah. Um, well, you mentioned you mentioned earlier, like you know, this is your job, and and yeah, I, th- dude, I think, as, I think well. as a culture, as a country, we have a, um, you know, we we just have this. You know, I'm self-employed now, and, and it's a great thing, and I really, I that's the one part of it I don't miss when um, dealing with that. You know, when when something's your job. Yeah and you're there for the day or shift or whatever it is. I mean, that really is your, you know, if you've got other shit going on, uh, you, you know, call in sick or whatever. But I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, but that really is your job at that point you know, to do something. And I don't care if you're working a drive through or wherever, uh, 
you know, if you're if you're texting and, and I'm a customer or and I'm trying to get your attention or whatever it is, like that's that's your job right now is to help me. Yeah, I'm do your it customer. Well. Just do it well. It's not yeah. hard. Uh, and it's, you know, it's really frustrating when, when, you know, when people have this, you know, sense of, you know, it's just not important. So, yeah. And I'm not looking out cause I, I, I feel the same way. Cause I've been in, dude, I've been in positions where I've been slacking at work, regardless of what job I've been doing, you know, working fast food or whatever. And if someone, what would really make me if someone would say, Hey, you're not doing your job well. You're doing like I ordered this with that. Like you're clearly not. You're not that. That to me, if they're like, look, I'm not. I'm kind of upset, and like, you're performing poorly. You can do this, or maybe you're just not capable yeah. of doing. Because I, I mean, I worked Jimmy John. I worked at Jimmy John's, and I was doing the drive-through, which is a tough job. But yeah, there's a point where you can say, you can tell someone like, I don't think you're doing this well, and I think yeah. you should step it up, or maybe this isn't the job for you. And to be told that like you can't work a drive-through and you're not capable is kind of make it forces you to think like all right I gotta I gotta get better I gotta do my job well I gotta put my all into everything I do. Yeah, I think too as you get older and you mature a little bit, you know, a lot of that stuff starts coming with um, just life experience. You start getting better at like planning for stuff you have tomorrow. So whether yes. it's your job or it doesn't matter what you have coming up, yeah, you start getting a lot better. Going all right, I need. I need to do this, this, and this to make sure I'm ready for this. Dude, you know what it is? And this is my this is my biggest thing. It's be a professional. Exactly. That's what professional, absolutely. Regardless yeah. of what your job is. Just be known for that because that's what, Yep. you know, if you're a professional, um, and it doesn't necessarily even mean blue collar professional, you know, I mean, if you're, I mean, white collar professional, if you're, if you're a professional professional, you know, Tom Brady is a professional. I mean, these people That's are professionals that, yeah. that there was, uh, you know, one thing, you know, they, they, you know, I, I could give a shit about the, I don't care about Tom Brady or the yeah. Patriots or anything like that. It was interesting how much they're p- pushing him to comment on Trump. And he's like, I have, yeah, I, I have a job, this, this Super Bowl thing coming up. Do your job. You know, it's kind of like, yep. I'm focused on that right now. That's why, dude, honestly, that is my this. It's funny you said that because it reminded me. That is my biggest thing. It's like I will be prepared. I will be a professional. I will do my job. I won't act like a jackass at work. I will, I will fulfill my duties. And that is that is actually one real quick. That's why I like the Patriots. I'm a Steelers fan, but I love the Patriots because they are the classiest organization. They go on the field. Yeah. They get the job done. They do it. And, and probably good. why they've won so much because that is they, why yeah. because they don't they don't all those players cuz Bill Belichick, man, Bill Belichick does not tolerate unprofessionalism. Yeah. I'll just yeah. say that real quick and yeah, man. I think a lot of, you know, it's when it comes to comedy too. I mean, you know, I think you know, still kind of feeling like an outsider, you know, two years in, um, you, you just, you, you, that's one of the things you really strive for. I mean, there is a level of professionalism and, and comedy that you see with the headliners, yeah. the national headliners that come in. And, uh, yeah, I really make a point to, to spend the weekend at the, at the club at go bananas, uh, to, to not only to meet these people, but just to see how they work, yeah. how they, how they interact with the staff and everything. And, and, uh, you can learn a lot just from that. Um, I think Dude. by default, I mean they're they're you know older, more mature people and have been around a long time. And and uh, people yeah, doesn't like be prepared, come on time, show yeah. up, shake people's hand, be nice. That's that's half of it. Dude. Yeah, especially if you're a host. You're a host, you know, which a lot of people think is the is the bottom rung mm-hmm. of club comedy. Uh, it's also a really important job. You have a, you have an actual responsibility. Uh, above in being entertaining and you know hosting is a whole is a whole thing that um uh, you know is, i think just makes you such a better well that goes for everything that goes for everything regardless of what you're doing there were there are people who are very talented they're very good at what they do but they're not professional and right. they suck and people don't want to work with them yeah. being professional is being considerate it's doing your job it's looking out for other people and getting the thing that you are supposed to do done the way you were supposed to do it yeah. it's you looking out for other people so like you said there are bottom there are jobs that are whatever hosting let's just take that for example it's it is what it is do it well 
Right, right. Do it well. It matters. Do that thing well, and people will notice. Yeah. That's there's too many there's too much talent out there for you to not be professional and be considerate. Def- definitely. Yeah. What's the lesson here, man? Oh, what do you want to tell people? I'm I've cooled down. I'm like, I have too. I, I really feel like I made the right. I think I made the right choice. I think you did too. With, I didn't with mean the, to with be the so, tire place. Yeah. No, but you have to you have to work through it though too. I had the information I was given. Now to giving having all the information, I feel like you made a good choice, man. To go, you know, I went too far with the bagel shop, and now yeah, it's not that big a deal. There's other bagel shops, but I am kind of out a really convenient breakfast. Yeah, uh, man, and, you burn that and, bridge. Yeah, and I don't want to be out a, a really convenient auto repair place. Yep. Um, Pick your battles. Yeah. Yeah, man. Shows coming up. I got a couple shows coming up. Are we still on? Wait, or? I thought you had another thing. I thought you had two things to say. You had two points. On the Maybe bagel? I misinterpreted what you said. No. Okay. I think no, the tire great, shop though. and the bagel shop are two examples of... I think how to how to handle it and how not to handle it. Yeah, man, that's awesome. I really this has been, yeah, weigh it out because you think about. I wanted to mention real briefly. Think about how many times you'll say like, "Oh my gosh, I cannot believe the how long I had to wait on Frontier," and then you go ticket shopping next yeah. time, and Frontier is a hundred dollars cheaper. You're like, I'm still going Frontier. No, I'm not flying Frontier. No. Yeah, I know I'm not either. Uh, Frontier's terrible. $39 round trip. I'm not, that's not, I'm not comfortable with that. Yeah. Frontier. Get it together. Every Frontier flight I'm on, I feel like it's their first time. I feel like it's yeah, the first $219 round trip Delta is, is worth the money. <sighs> they're doing together. maintenance on the planes, you know, they're doing, <laughs> fly Delta, don't fly Frontier. No. All right, what are you what are you doing, man? What's your what's what are you up to? What is your uh, you got? I'm gonna, yeah. Well, I'm uh, uh I got I'm hosting last weekend in February at Go Bananas Comedy Club since for stand up comedy for Reno Collier. He used to open for Foxworthy and Larry the Cable Guy. So that, that'll be uh, way to go. That'll man. be fun. And then I'm also hosting at Rising Sun Casino middle of March for. Josh Arnold, who's uh, one of the hosts of the Bob and Tom show. Dude. So that'll be fun. Um, big things, man. Yeah. Got a big show in April coming up at Braxton Brewery uh, down Covington and, and Covington, Kentucky. Covington, Kentucky. KY. And, yeah. And then uh, it'll be it'll be May. The funniest person in society contest will start up. Oh, my gosh. Are you plugging stuff for May? Did you just plug something for me? For you, yeah. All right, fair. Did you do it last year? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I won. All right. I didn't win. I got 116th place. That's, I think there were only like 112 entrants. That's I know. pretty bad. I know. <laughs> All right. We're done. Thanks a lot, Michael. Thank you. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Later.